You're listening to Fit Girl Talk Radio with your host, Sarah Thomas. Sarah has been a nationally certified personal trainer since 2010, specializing in women's fitness, has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and exercise physiology, and is an IPE bikini pro bodybuilder, all while being a wife, a mom, business owner, and frequent traveler. In each episode, Sarah and her guests will discuss all things related to self-growth, health, wellness, fitness, and nutrition. So grab a coffee, get comfy, and join Join them for some Fit Girl Talk. Hey guys, I'm your host, Sarah Thomas, and I'm so excited that you tuned into Fit Girl Talk today. I have a really special guest today. Her name is Maria Granados, and Maria is a, a busy, busy business mama, and I've known Maria since college. Actually, we met... Um, many moons ago, uh, and it's <laughs> many funny, lifetimes ago. <laughs> yes, it's funny we weren't that close in college, but I feel that we have kept in touch over the years through social media, and I feel closer to you now than ever before. So, and I never really see her ever, but um, social media is such a blessing, and I love following Maria's journey. She's amazing, and she does not stop. So, Maria, why don't you tell us who you are and what you do now? Well, thanks for that intro, Sarah. I appreciate it. Um, and I feel the same. Uh, college feels like I was just 12 different people back then. Um, but it's so great to follow, to stay in touch with people who inspire you and who motivate you or who just are doing good things like, like Sarah is. And it's fun. So I'm glad I get a chance to follow you. Like you said, social media is a blessing. It gets a bad rep sometimes. So I like yes. to say that too. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a mom of two. Um, one of my um, kids has special needs. I'll probably talk a little bit more about that. Her name is Natalie. She's my oldest. My youngest is Zach. Um, I'm married to my husband, Matt. We're coming up on four years of being married and half of that time we started a business together um a consulting business where we really help people expand the bandwidth in their life no matter what stage they're at so ceos moms whoever it is we work with big teams we work with individual people all kinds of stuff um but i'm also venturing into opening my own women's apparel and goal setting boutique it sounds strange to combine those two i am so aware but i have a vision and i think it could be a really cool space um, for women to come and just like be a hundred percent who they are, work on their goals, shop for cute stuff, be in community and just like feel like they have a spot to hang. Um, that is my vision. That is my goal. Uh, I want that so badly. And in the meantime, we're going to be doing pop-up shops around St. Louis. So I'm sure I'll talk more about that too. In my past life, I was a nonprofit professional. So um, because of that, you'll see in my businesses, I have elements of how I can help people. And I know we'll talk a little bit more about that too, but um, I'm a fitness junkie by nature and love everything fitness. It is my hobby. I'd like to say, um, people ask what you do for fun. I say that I lift yes. weights. Um, so that's who I am. Yes. And I love that. So, um, I know that you, I mean, I think that's one of the things that kept us close over the years. Um, going through healthy, active pregnancies and um, postpartum journeys and kind of asking each other questions and leaning each other, leaning on each other for advice and things like that during those um, scary different times in a woman's life. Um, so I know that you have done CrossFit and worked out for years, but now as a mom of two, what does your fitness journey look like and why is it so important to you? Yeah. 
Um, if I can, I'll probably track it back a little bit so I can explain yes. why it is the way it is now, if that's cool with you. Yes. Um, so growing up, I was an athlete. Um, I played travel softball. And a lot of people don't know that about me. And travel volleyball. And I played basketball and all kinds of stuff. So, like, sports were really life for us and my family. Um, when I lost that as, like, a teenager, I, I started having a really unhealthy relationship with, like, food and working out. Because I, I never really thought about it before and when I was an athlete. And then it started to be like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, and then, you know, teenage years hit, you gain weight. And then there's body image stuff. And, like, thank God we didn't have social media when we were younger. Because I probably would have escalated the problem for me <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I guess we did kind of have it. But it wasn't. Not like now. Um, and so, like, I, I started to really toy around with, like, working out was, like, a chore. Um, it was to, like, stay skinny. And like, I, especially cause like we're eating and drinking and partying and all that kind of stuff in high school and college. And, um, so it really was like this whole high school and college, like working out for me was like, I have to go if I want to look good. And it was all about looking good, really. Like there was, I, and I, if I'm being truly honest with you, like there was no other motivation for me. Um, and eating was like, just guilt was just all around eating. I had developed a severe eating disorder, um, halfway through college and, um, I, and I still live with with parts of that, I think you never really fully um, let go of that, but you are just aware of it, I think, and you, you manage it differently. Um, I was like barely eating, like, gosh, I can't like 500 calories a day, but I was at the gym, like at the crack of dawn, and it was just a really unhealthy thing. And so for me, um, I struggled for a while until my mid-20s, and I don't remember exactly what it was. But um, I had kind of, I've gotten over my eating disorder and I gotten healthy with the eating, but the fitness part hadn't really come to play. I was in my early twenties post-college and like, I, I discovered like a Les Mills body combat class. And I like started to feel like working out was like strong and fun. And I thought, oh, this is so cool. It was like kind of like, you know, butt kicking and that kind of thing. I like, I like to box. I started discovering boxing. Um, and I, I was like, this is fun. Uh, I really like that kind of stuff. And so I kind of kept with that as like my fitness. And from there I did like title boxing and I did the, um, what it was the UFC gym. And yes. I did all those ones that make you feel really tough. Cause like yes. that was fun for me. I wanted to feel strong cause I had not felt that for so long. And so I was like on this path of like rediscovering like athletics, if you will. So it became more than working out. Like I felt really strong. I enjoyed doing like the movements. It felt, it felt good. It felt strong, felt healthy. Um, and I was on that path and then I kind of added yoga into the mix because it was like a new way to like use my body for strength. And then I started kind of discovering the barbell a little bit and like some CrossFit style movements, but I didn't get into that yet. And then I got pregnant. And so like, then you're like in this whole, sorry, it was like right, kind of right at the same, same time, but like it's just this whole journey of like, okay, athletics really just didn't care about any of that. And I was just solely focused on being skinny and like image. And then like, I'm still, you know, in my twenties, I was still focused on image, but I was rediscovering the athletics thing. And then motherhood hits and like your whole body changes, yes. right? And everything changes. And I was lucky and able to be able to do CrossFit through both my pregnancies. Um, I was new to CrossFit right before I got pregnant. So, uh, or the CrossFit style workouts. And um, it actually, that functional movement really helped me. I think it really played a huge role in me having a healthy pregnancy. And I'm not just saying like, you've never started CrossFit, start before you're pregnant. Like that's probably <laughs> not the best idea, but for me, that really helped me feel like strong. And, and I don't know what it was. I wanted to focus more on the strength 
than how I looked because I knew mentally that's what I could handle. Um, and it, it really did like focusing on strength changed my mental game completely. Like now I want to do things that make me feel strong and healthy. And, um, I was able to recover from my first, um, post, like my first journey of having a baby. Um, I actually competed in a CrossFit competition in between my kids, which who are 20 months apart. So that was fun. Uh, I don't recommend that either, but if you have somebody who's coaching you through that stuff, like, you know, with anything's there with coaching, if you're doing like, which you, when you get, when you compete with what you compete with, like you have to have people that are wise to how that works in your body. And, and yes. I struggled because like postpartum, like, you know, things didn't settle where they did. And I would mm. like peeing your pants is not a good thing. Like you probably should <laughs> things that make you pee your pants but like then you want to compete and win and it's like how do you balance these two things so for me my journey has been now of like figuring out how to have a healthy body not push myself too hard to compete but still maintain that athletic com competition that I love you know what I mean like yes. how do I grow strong as an athlete um compete with myself daily but not ruin my you know uh, reproductive system down there because then ab separation yes. I had it severely yeah. with my son my second baby so I had to relearn how to do all that. Um, I had to not do certain things like push-ups and planks and sit-ups for a while, but I'd see other girls doing it and I knew I could. And I saw, I got frustrated with myself because I'm like, I can do that too, but I shouldn't. Yes. So like, just calm down, Maria. You don't have to be on the same level as everybody at all times. Well, and so I'm so glad me, you said that. that now. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because not to cut you off, but um, I actually- I've talked for forever. Please cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, me and you probably both have a lot of friends right now or know a lot of people right now that are either pregnant or postpartum. And as somebody that is vocal about our fitness journeys, people come to us or look to us and ask questions about it. And in fact, today somebody asked me, and I cannot stress enough, it takes time. And as being somebody that was active during pregnancy and prior to pregnancy, I'm sorry, but it doesn't happen six weeks later. Just because your doctor says you're cleared to work out. Oh my right. God. I mean, I lost so much strength. I lost so much endurance. I, it takes a very long time for you to get back to where you were. And that can be extremely frustrating. But, um, you know, I, I also loved that you said going from your twenties to your mid twenties and has your, your reason for working out changed from, you know, vanity to, feeling strong and empowered. And I went through that too. And I don't know if it's um, the time we live in with fitness is changing for women, or if it's going through that age change in your life from 20s to mid 20s. But I know exactly what you're talking about, that switch going from I'm in the gym to look good versus, oh, wow, that felt really good. I felt really strong. That's a high that I want to chase versus right. what does the scale say? Um, and I think that when that switch happens for women, it's game on because right. you're in there for a different reason and it's fun and it feels good and it does become a hobby and less of a chore. So I love that you said that. Right. So No, it's so good. And I think you hit the nail on the head with something like we might be in a different um, stage of what fitness looks like, even for girls in their twenties. Now I do, I see girls that age being stronger, more cut up, more yes. muscular than we were. We were yes. super like 
this ideal was still really skinny when we were in college, right? Like, yes. Thin. Like you didn't want to have bulk and you didn't want to have. Right. So now I think, I mean, maybe for the better, that's changed a little bit. Yes. Um, which is empowering for us, right? Like that's really cool. But you're yeah. right. I think a lot, it's important to for our friends and people that follow us to know. I think they see pictures of us like bounce back mm-hmm. or like they call it bouncing back. Oh my gosh, you bounce back. And I'm thinking to myself, first of all, I'm so critical of myself. So I don't think that. Secondly, like this was no easy feat. Like it was, it took discipline, daily intentionality for me to say, I'm going to make this baby step today and also not pushing ourselves in an unhealthy way. Yes. If I would have gone too hard on certain movements too fast, I would still have ab separation and I would still have coning and all that kind of stuff. And so some days I just laid there and my workout was like doing little um, leg raises on the ground that helped my abs kind of settle in, like instead of protruding. So it's just different stuff and knowing like who, what your body is. And I sought out a lot of help. Like I see a chiropractor, um, I saw birth fit specialists, like things like that, that kind of helped me say, Hey girl, like it's okay to not be doing what other people are doing for you right now. Like this is what's good. And so while it felt slow at the time, in retrospect, looking back, it was like actually kind of, it was much quicker than had I injured myself yes. or had I hurt my you know organs or whatever it is or ripped a muscle or whatever. Like I actually, those slow movements ended up helping me speed up the process because I was so intentional about it, um, which I wasn't with my first. And that's why I learned, right? Like with the first one, I just kind of went go, 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 go crazy. And then with my son, um, well, I will say I ended up being hospitalized six weeks after having my son because I got dehydrated and then that turned into vertigo mm-hmm. um, because I tried to, I was working out too much cardio too fast, which I shouldn't have done. Right. I thought, okay, well, I won't do those crazy movements, but I'll do some car and I dehydrated myself. So it's a learning process. I think you have to really um, know your body. And if your body postpartum is telling you like, no, you have to be so careful and you have to say no and don't feel lazy or shameful about it. Someone like me, I felt like so guilty, like, oh, I'm just being a baby. Like I got to push through because my old athletic self is used to having to push through barriers. Well, this is different. When you yes. have a postpartum body, it's different. And I feel like you're postpartum for at least a year, if not a lifetime. Right. So it's Longer, like, yes, yeah, you have to really learn to adapt to your new body and then learn to love it in a new way. Um, I'm actually way more, it's so funny. I probably look thicker in the middle, that kind of stuff than I ever did in my late 20s. But I'm way more apt to wear a crop top. I'm way more apt to wear a cheeky bottom now because like, I just feel like confident. My body has done so much. Yes. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I feel good in this. And I and it would look like my 25 year old self would look at these pictures and be like, oh my God, girl, cover up or don't do that. Oh I think God. it's so funny because like, I feel better about myself now, but even though I look different than what I did at 25 or 26 or when I even got married, you know, um, I look at my honeymoon pictures and I'm like, Oh God, such a different body, but it's, I'm proud of this body now, you know, and I was so critical of that body. Um, it's just a different thing. And, and I think having a special needs daughter, so my daughter doesn't, um, she, her muscles were working differently and, and she has a rare disease that is actually unknown at this point. Um, so it's, it's fun. It's fun to be able to dig into that. So we have a team of medical professionals across the country that are trying to figure this out with us, but her, um, her legs, like she's never crawled. She's never stood. She's never walked. She'll be three. Um, her legs just aren't like muscles, not taking there. And um, there's so much to what's going on that we're not sure. We've seen some huge improvements and miracles and things, but I could have to carry her for the rest of my life, right? I don't know. 
And so, I, and I hope not, like, I, I believe in, I'm a spiritual person. So I feel like God has something in store for her, but I need to train my body to be able to lift her, to be able to do what I need to do, to be able to have two kids and they both need to be held right now. So like, how do I have both of them? You know, like I just need to have, my body needs to be functional and I don't want to injure myself in the process. So I think a lot of special needs moms have this journey too. Um, and I wish more of them would find the time for themselves. I think that a lot of us feel guilty maybe going into that and saying like, oh, I need to go get my workout in or do whatever because our kids have so many needs. But I know that Natalie's need is, needs are met more when I'm stronger physically. And so, so I think that that's a big thing too. Yes, absolutely. So um, yes, Maria is a special needs mommy and a multi-business owner. So um, tell us a little bit about what that what an average day looks like to you because you do fit in your workouts. You do go to a ton of doctor's appointments. You do work, you do run businesses, you're getting businesses off the ground. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, thankfully one of my businesses is, is how to manage your life. So <laughs> that being, you know, way we started that before we had our daughter. So that's funny that that's now um, giving us the tools we need to actually manage our own life. So I go to, so I currently go to Burn Boot Camp. Um, shout out to Burn Boot Camp because I love them yeah. so much. Not somewhere I thought I would ever be as a barbell girl, but it is a place that challenges me daily and has made me even stronger than before, which is crazy for me to think about because um, I was hesitant to walk in there. And it's such a rich community of women and they're opening their third one here in St. Louis in South County. So that's exciting too. Um, but for me, I go to 4.45 a.m. class. With my my crew there, and it's a real it's a regular group of girls. It's a big group of like sixty women usually. It's a lot for a four forty five a.m. class. Wow. Um, a lot of people, um, and it's a powerful group. So I, I prioritize that. It's forty five minutes. If I do that, um, and they do a great job of programming like all the like a different body part each day, in addition to the cardio that you need throughout the week, so you feel like you've gotten this full gamut of like all over. Um, so for me, um, right now at this stage of my life, I need a place like that. That's going to think through it for me. So I don't have to think through it so I can commit to my 4 45 AM, get done what I need to for the whole week. Know, um, that my body is being met at all different stages and levels and whatever. And then I got what I need to do. Um, and then I also, if I wake up that early, that means I have time for myself for a little bit. I get home, I do some self-growth reading, um, some spiritual reading. I make breakfast for myself, for the kids. Um, my husband is up, he helps with that too. Uh, and we do a little bit of that together. And so we kind of have some together time. I have some personal time and I have some fitness time. The kids wake up. Um, my daughter goes to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And if not, I have both of um, both my kiddos and we are going to appointments usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, some weeks we have appointments every single day, depending on if we're doing a certain therapy. Sometimes we choose these different alternative therapies and we'll do a whole week of them. Um, and so on Mondays and Wednesdays, both my kids are in school, school with quotes, because mm -hmm. they're little, you know, and that's when I work on my businesses. That's when I do my, um, all my business stuff right now. And I really try to make sure I can cover it on those two days. I can run errands with my son for our personal life on um, Fridays when, when he's home with me and Natalie's in school. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I really focus on being with my kids fully 
um, and doing the appointments with them and just being present with them. And then on the weekends, we're together as a family. So it's, it's kind of a cool rhythm that I'm trying to get used to. Like I'm a worker bee and I actually thought I'd never be a mom. So uh, shout out to all the people out there that never thought they'd be moms or wanted to be necessarily until they had their own kids. Um, so for me, I still have a really big heart for, for what I'm doing from a business perspective. So it's a struggle of guilt and shame sometimes because now I do feel like I should, I'm like, oh my gosh, should I even take this time to do my business stuff because my daughter has so much going on and, my, and now I have a son. And, and, and the answer to me is yes, I should because I'm a better, stronger mom when I am working on the things that I have been designed to work on and that I am taking care of myself, taking care of my body, taking care of my brain and um, getting all those things done. So it's, a, it's definitely a struggle um, but every day is a little different, but we try to maintain like that morning discipline and that morning structure. And it really helps set out whatever day it is, um, to make it a good one. Do you know what I mean? Whether I'm with yeah. the kids, whether I'm in the office, whatever it is I'm doing. So I love, love, love that you have found a strong community at 4:45 in the morning. That's <laughs> unbelievable. And well before I wake up. Um, <laughs> but I think that's, I thrive personally on working out on my own. I've always been that way. And that's just how I train best, but not a lot of women are that way. And I know you can do that too. And this is just the, the season that you're in right now. Right. Right. But for, you know, moms out there or women or anybody that are struggling in their fitness routine, maybe finding a community like this. I mean, I see you post photos of you guys. Um, you're like a, a little family and it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And finding some, a group of people that you can relate to or not that you can sweat with in the morning and encourage each other. And you know that they're all getting up and they're going to be there tomorrow. I think that's really, really awesome. And, uh, super inspiring. And I can't believe it's close to 60 women. That's or 60 people. That's, that's unbelievable. Oh, it's crazy. They have, there is some sort of community up there that they built. That's amazing. And, and there are so many, like, and if, if that's not your thing and I, boot camp wasn't my thing either, trust me until I tried it. But if that's not your thing, there are so many places in whatever city you're in group fitness is it's we're in such a great rich time of group fitness. I think there are so many great classes, so many unique things happening that, um, if you're not like Sarah, um, and you need to find that, then find that. For me right now, I also just need, like, the personal, like, that's probably the only time I hang out with, like, adults mm -hmm. at this point. <laughs> so, for me, I need it at this season, but I've lived in seasons where, like, I just need to be me and, like, my beach body on demand or me and my barbells at, you know, at the gym and, like, or whatever it is, and it's, or doing the CrossFit thing, um, but you just have to know what season of life you're in and what's going to work for you right now. And if you need to be motivated to get up, maybe it is another person, or maybe it's hiring a trainer or mm -hmm. whatever it's going to be um, to get out there and do it. Because that's the most important thing. I think it's just creating the consistency. And once you get that down, then the rest of it just kind of falls into motion. And consistency and community for me are like two of the uh, most important things. So um, I know for me, I've become over the last three years, a group fitness person because of Iron Tribe back in Atlanta. That was the first place where I felt like it was a friends group and a home and a competitive environment, but also a really healthy friendship environment, but a strong fitness community um, that pushes. And so I always seek that out now. So you have to know yourself and just know what you're looking for or what you need on a personal level. And 
strangely enough, a lot of fitness communities can it can do that for you. I have friends all over the country that love whatever fitness community they're part of. Yes, um, and there's a bunch of people that work out at home who find a, somebody on Instagram or whatever who has like great at home workouts. That they kind of like become a part of their community. Yes. And then that's their way of like doing the workout on their own, but still having that community. And I think you have to find who your people are. Yeah. Yes. So with that being said, <laughs> let's talk briefly about um, your businesses. And I want to know more in depth about your life planner and what that is and what, what that means to us out here that might need some help organizing our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my husband and I, when we were dating, we like developed this for ourselves. And then like it became a business years later from that um, because we, my husband is an entrepreneur from the get go, never has been anything else, but worked for himself since he was right out of college. And so he always had to manage all the things going on in his head and his life and his business and all that stuff. And so I kind of helped him evolve or develop this planner and it evolved. We got it printed for ourselves and it was fun. It was working. We have other friends that run businesses. They started to try it. We started realizing, oh my gosh, it's just like a thing. And now fast forward, um, he just spoke at Google headquarters does some consulting on it we do we work with big fortune 500 companies on like how to help your all your team um really be intentional about their whole life because if they're intentional about every area of their life they're gonna come to your job better you just want people that are healthy at your like in all areas if you have healthy employees they're gonna do better work you don't even have to focus just on the work part like focus on their whole life and they'll come better i think we see that in our own selves too you know i know for me um, my workout is just as important for me as like my spiritual um, readings every morning and my personal growth readings every morning and being with my family. Like it's all just as important as the next thing. Um, it's just how do you develop an intentional, well-rounded plan that actually works? And I think a lot of people have struggled with that because it seems like um, there's not enough time in the day where it seems like, oh my gosh, well, I can't focus on like everything today. So then I failed today. And our whole thing is there's no failure. It's just like reflection and looking back and saying, Ooh, okay, that's interesting. That happened last week. How can I kind of get myself back on board and in, in, in that area next week? So we, we always say you're never more than one week off. Like you're not a whole year off. You're not like in January, you're looking at yourself personally. And then in December, like, Oh my gosh, just wasted a whole year. Our whole goal is every week you're kind of readjusting and saying, okay, this is how things went last week. I don't like this part. So let me figure out how I can change that. You know what I mean? For this that. So you're never too far off and you're pretty much feeling balanced overall in the year. And I think that that's really healthy. So um, we have a physical paper planner, which seems so archaic to some people, but like we believe in the science of writing things down. It has been proven over and over again of how important it is to write things down. Um, and what that does to your brain, it helps your brain remember it. That's why I still have kids take notes on paper sometimes at school because it's really helpful. So we do that. We will probably develop an app in the future as well. Not there yet, um, but we do a lot of consulting um, on individuals, um, just everyday individuals or groups and teams and all that kind of stuff too. So that's fun. But if you um, are a planner person and you want a planner, we do sell them online um, on a one-off too. So I can, get, do you want me to give that code? Can I give everyone a code, Sarah? Is that cool? Yes, absolutely, please. You can give it to us now. Okay. Um, I'm going to, if you guys want a planner, if you go to lifepulseinc.com um, and you go purchase an executive or travel planner and you use the code FITGIRL, F-I-T-G-I-R-L, we'll do 20% off on all those planners too. 
Um, but yeah, so that's, that's how it all came about. And so this is something I've been using every day, every week for like the last, I've been using it for like the last four or five years. Um, and so it's been really helpful and it's been fun to see, um, how your life unfolds and, and why everything in your life is just as important. And it's not all work, you know what I mean? And we do have to be intentional about our relationships even, and we do have to really, um, take the time to work on all areas and not just think, oh, work's the only thing we like write down, but like everything else we just kind of wing. But like, if you ask people at the end of their life, what's the most important things to them, it's not work, it's their relationships, it's their health, it's all of that stuff. And that's not the things that you're intentionally focusing on. It doesn't seem balanced. So giving yourself the ability to say, hey, you know what? It's not gonna make it less fun if I write it down and be intentional about it. It's actually gonna open me up to more freedom and more growth and more happiness in that area. Yes. Um, thank you for giving us that discount code. I'm super excited about that. And I will add the link um, to your website and all of your socials. And I'll add that code and everything in the notes cool. and description of this podcast. So, um, and last but not least, let's talk briefly about your new shop and what this is going to look like for women in the St. Louis community. Yeah. So we're excited. Um, location TBD, but we're going to be doing a series of pop-ups over the next 12 months um, with this boutique concept and this idea of empowering women across the city, this city right now, but we're going to eventually go to other cities to be really excited about their goals and hold each other accountable all while looking and feeling really good about themselves. Uh, clothes for me have always been it. Like I love my, I love to express creatively through clothes. I love to feel good. Um, and so for me, that's just been fun. That's how I play. Um, and so I thought what a better way to, to create this community of goal setting and accountability, just lifting women up and empowering them than having this amazing place where we could come grab a coffee, meet some friends, um, maybe even if you work from home, do some work on your laptop, but also like be able to look around and shop and like do whatever. Ha I mean, if you're having a girl's night, you want to rent it out, you want to do a workshop, you want to do whatever, like this is going to be our space. Um, especially like women in the St. Louis community, I want us all to come together and just like be really empowered. There are so many women here I met that are doing amazing things that aren't bound by four walls of an office and can come and set their goals and work on whatever it is. And I want that to be a space for everybody. And I want them to be able to be running to a business meeting or running to a happy hour and grab an outfit on their way out or grab whatever they need. And I want them to feel um, inspired and empowered by this space. So that's been my big vision for probably six years now. And I'm finally at the place where we can do that. So that's really exciting. Um, I, I also want to use it. So for me, I saw the need. Um, I never knew anything about special needs. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I, I always knew it was out there and I, I knew there was lots of kids that struggle and lots of moms that struggle and all that stuff, but I never understood until my, I was in it deep. And I met so many moms through therapy and other places where you're just sitting in waiting rooms, meeting moms who are trying to figure out what the heck's going on with their kid and uh, or crying through therapy as their kids crying and you just don't know what you know it's happening every week like you get I mean, you just get so used to having like pick up your kid you're sweating they're crying like you're just trying to figure out life every single day um and so i started out giving uh free activewear to moms who would purchase activewear from me um and now what we're going to do through the boutique is like, we are going to use the boutique as a space to not just empower all women, but to give back to moms of special needs kids. 
Um, these are moms who need clothes that are comfortable, need clothes that make them feel good. Um, and, and they need to be pampered in their own way because their daily life is a struggle. And so I want to use this space um, to do that. So a uh, percentage of our, or our profits will always go towards um, helping fund free outfits and free active wear and little fun nights out for special needs moms around the St. Louis community and hopefully beyond that in the future too. I think that is really amazing and it gives me goosebumps because um, like you said, I personally, I, I don't know the daily struggle of what a life like that would be like, but um, I am pretty sure that most special needs mommies don't necessarily go out um, often and buy things that make them feel good and spend time to do things that make them feel good as much as they should or need to. And um, the fact that you are going to donate things and do events and make these women feel good and special and loved and appreciated is so amazing. And I, that just, it gives me all the feels. I love it. Aww. So yes. Well, Hey, you know, like, I feel like sometimes God, like, whatever you believe spiritually is open for God opens doors for you and they look like struggles, but they're really sometimes opportunities to like love people. And so maybe like, that's just, that's what I feel like I have to do. Like I told my husband, I said, once I've seen it, like I've saw it now, whatever I do, it has to be a part of it. Like I I've seen this too much. Like even if a miracle happens and now yeah. we can walk and we never have to go to another freaking therapy or whatever again, like I'm still, I saw it. I was in it. Like, it's like, you can't look away. Yes. You know, it's like people who travel overseas to like see developing countries. I think they feel similarly in the sense of like, I saw something and I can't unsee it and not have to do something about it. You know what I mean? Yes. So and, uh, I think we all have whatever that is. Like we all will see something in our life that we're like, I got to do something about that. Yes. Um, and I love um, one of my favorite quotes that actually, I don't know if you have shared it or not, but it, it absolutely makes me think of you that just because you carry it well doesn't mean it's not heavy because um, Maria is beautiful and busy and always put together. Right now I'm looking at you and you are stunning and um, you're it's strong. Wednesday. It's been my only put <laughs> But you're strong and you're happy and you're positive and you're working for your family, for your daughter, for other moms. Um, and it's just, you carry it all well. And people are watching and inspired by you daily and that's, a huge reason why I wanted to have you on here to talk to our listeners. And um, I just feel blessed to even know you and watch your journey from afar even. So. Well, thanks Sarah. I appreciate it so much. And I feel similarly about you. I think anyone that's, um, that's open about their journey, like you have been and, and just, and I know your life is on the go and you constantly are inspiring other people and you're disciplined for your own fitness and like your family and just taking care of your daughter and all that stuff. I just, I love, that's why I love, that's why I want to do what I'm doing with the Empower Boutique is because like, I just want other women to, to see each other and to like know and celebrate and like be inspired by that, that community. So yes. grateful for social media that it lets us be inspired by each other. You know what I mean? It's so good. So many people hate on it. I hate that, but it's yes. good stuff. It is good. Let it be. Yes. So, um, like I said, I'm going to tag all of Maria's socials and um, websites and code and all of that fun stuff in the description of this podcast. 
And I do know that she's going to do a giveaway for one of her life planners um, to one of our listeners. And details for that will be in the description and on our socials as well. So keep an eye out for that. Yes. All right. Um, Thank you, Maria, for your time. Thank you for opening and sharing with us. And I really appreciate it all. Well, thanks for having me, Sarah. I appreciate it. I can't wait to hear more podcast episodes of all your awesome guests. Thanks so much. Thanks. And last, but certainly not least, I'd like to thank our sponsors at Anytime Fitness in High Ridge, Missouri, where they strive to make healthy happen together with helpful, friendly coaches, thousands of welcoming locations worldwide, and always 24-hour access. All right, guys, please make sure to subscribe to Fit Girl Talk Radio and give us a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a great day, have a great week, and as always, Just do the best you can out there, and I promise we'll talk again soon.